Welcome to the Feminist Wears podcast. I'm Gracie G. And I'm Anna B. This week, because you love what's wearing on us so much, we decided to do an episode full of what's wearing on us. (laughs) It'll be really exciting and there will be many complaints. We're really good at complaining is what I figured out. Very true. All right, Anna. What is wearing on you this week? All right. So my main, my main, uh complaint i guess (laughs) i was gonna think of something like fun to say anyways my main complaint is about father's day so it was father's day if you missed it your dad doesn't think you love him (laughs) um (laughs) and i was trying to get a card for my dad and it's really hard to find a card that's not like uh let's go play some ball (laughs) let's go fix some brokens or (laughs) let's drink beer in front of the tv those are like the three options so (laughs) i had a really hard time because my dad doesn't play sports yeah he doesn't fix things that's all Um, i just like there's something so funny about like to be like yeah i'm a dad grilling kids new balance sneakers dad stuff you know bruise with the boys playing a little footy yeah or like everything is like number one dad greatest dad in the whole wide world and i'm like i don't exactly have like a typical relationship with my dad so i'm just like i just want one that's like hey i hope you have a great day yeah and that's all i want but they're all either like hope you smash down some cans and get whatever you want from the remote yeah or they're like I can't wait until I get to be like you and play ball with my son. And yeah. like, you're like, where are the mediocre dad Father's Day cards? Yeah. Like, where are the? There's room for improvement here. Like, why can't I just be like, hey, I don't really think you deserve this card, but like, here is one. <laughs> I don't know. But you're welcome. I'm thinking of you. <laughs> right. I don't know. So I ended up with one that was like, it had a dog on it, and I was like, this is from Zoe my dog (laughs) um yeah i can already hear my mom listening to this being like you shouldn't have said that about your dad on the podcast (laughs) um but it really bothered me because i was like what do you do if your dad is not like stereotypical dad stuff like if your dad doesn't like sports if your dad doesn't like fixing things what are you supposed to do like why (laughs) why are we still confined to like this is what dads do dad's play with balls and shit (laughs) yeah i mean like not to use the big h word but it's pretty heteronormative to have dads do one of three things you know like you grill you drink a beer and you play some ball you're a dad that's all it takes you guys america congratulations that's all it takes and i also feel like it's like kind of shitty to good dads too because it's like Hey, all of Mother's Day was about, like, thank you so much for all that you've done to me. Mothers are amazing. Mothers are the strongest people. And then dads, it's like, hey, thanks for giving me a brewski before I was 21. (laughs) It's like, thank you for being that figure that everybody thinks that they need and you weren't actually involved. Thank you. (laughs) I think it's, like, interesting how dads are portrayed on TV, too, because I feel like dads are always the dumb ones in it. Like, dads are the ones that you can, like you can get something over their head like you want to go to prom with some yeah and you're like it's okay dad we're not actually going to prom we're going to this thing and then you go to prom yeah i don't know maybe it's the opposite you say you're going to prom and then you go 
drink a beer. Get a brewski. And he's like, I'm all for it, because that's all I care about is brewskis in the remote. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just feel like the way that we're portraying dads is, like, doing them a disservice. Yeah. And so narrow-minded. 100%. I mean, it's, like, it, kind of going back to that idea of, like, there are three different kinds of cards because there are three different kinds of things that a dad can be and like none of which are like thanks for being actually invested in my life and spending the time to raise me and give me good morals you know whereas like like you said on mother's day it's like thank you for changing the way that i see the world you're an amazing human and like that it's so superficial for dads i think also not only does it do like good dads a disservice but i think it also like lets dads that are like not as involved kind of give them a pass of like well that's just not my role yeah i'm not supposed to do that i'm just supposed to throw them the baseball like yeah i don't know i'm not for it so message to you hallmark and other companies do better with dad cards listen hallmark i don't know how many times we have to tell you but we're just not for it we're not (laughs) happy with what you're doing hallmark you're really fucking this country up (laughs) we don't want mother's day cards we don't want father's day cards just make all your cards blank let us color them in (laughs) that is such a good idea a color color than yourself that's so in right now anna we just made a company it's just paper that's just paper (laughs) (laughs) it's not just paper they give you the outline all you have to do is color it in it's like those coloring books for de-stressing which you're gonna need anyways because you have to spend time with your dad <laughs> I I just don't want them to have the messages. Also, if they did that, then all of their coloring in would just be like bears holding baseball bats. Yeah, it wouldn't really change the problem. It wouldn't fix the issue because the issue is the outline. It's not the color, as we know. Color blindness is a male trait. <laughs> That's my scientific background for that argument. <laughs> yeah, it's the. Uh... It's the messages. That's the message, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do better. And I'll be all do better, Hallmark. At Hallmark. Yeah. I don't remember why I was mad at them before, but I remember I was. Yeah. When are we not mad at Hallmark? Yeah, I think that Hallmark, you better start like sending us a lot of free stuff. Otherwise, we're just going to keep <laughs> saying bad things about Otherwise, it. we're bringing that company to the ground (laughs) we're very high powered i don't think you know who we are so (laughs) so on the topic of dads what's bothering you it's like you read my mind it's like you knew what i was gonna say it's like we prepared uh yeah little does anyone in the audience know we actually try pretty hard for this (laughs) yeah it sounds like we just make it up on the spot basically our point is it takes a lot of preparation to improvise uh-huh acting See, that was a, that was a yes and it sounded like an uh-huh but it was a yes <laughs> and. <laughs> i'm yes ending your entire life right now <laughs> okay so what's wearing on me is also dad's as anna hinted but it's kind of about this um idea about the myth of like a deadbeat black dad um and how like absentee fatherhood within african-american and black american communities is kind of really based in institutionalized racism and um just these ideas of like how 
called out men are even by politicians like I know even Obama said something about like black fathers not being around for their children um which his father was not around so that is likely a personal touchy spot yeah it's a touchy spot (laughs) no it actually is though and i think that he used his personal story as kind of a platform to talk about um a requirement of black men to kind of start stepping up um and being around but i think that it doesn't really do people within the black community a service by calling them out for not being around for their kids when there's more to the story than just you're not around for your kids what the heck it's not a, it's not really a cultural thing it's a problem with american the american system and how we continue to oppress black people uh into staying mostly below the poverty line i mean that's like the number one yeah i mean um in my like poverty and psychology courses we learned a lot about how that is like the number one predictor of like single parenting is poverty mm-hmm. um and people of color are way more likely to be impoverished than white people so i don't think it's fair to say like black people you're doing this wrong it's like hello society we're doing this wrong if yeah. like one type of person is more likely to be impoverished than another type like obviously something is wrong yeah well, and it, it, it even, like, stretches beyond that, which is, like, when when you live in a country wherein, like, the killing of black men by law enforcement isn't something that is prosecuted or even, like, that widely talked about amongst people in power, like, how how are you supposed to have the expectation that those same black men who are being killed or have to hide from the police or, like, have racist laws against them like um you know like profiling laws drug laws you know like keeping black men incarcerated like how are we also supposed to then be like you know what you really need to be around for your kids more right it's like hey you're a thug i'm gonna tell you you're a bad person your whole life but also why aren't you stepping up why aren't you being a better person like we've told you your whole life that you're shit but why aren't you being better yeah like at flint michigan show up more for your children but also your water is poisoned we're just adding everyone (laughs) yeah this is this episode is just gonna be called at everyone (laughs) while we're at it fuck r kelly (laughs) yeah can we talk about this again (laughs) r kelly sucks don't listen to r kelly yeah don't listen to r kelly this one guy died today was murdered xx xxentination tenacione (laughs) something (laughs) i don't know something that like white boys rave to um and people are like i'm so sad that he's dead i loved his music but he like brutally assaulted women including like his girlfriend a pregnant woman yeah Yeah. so just a reminder you need to learn that you cannot separate art from artists and that by supporting the art you're supporting the artist and all that they do this doesn't have to do with what we're saying but while we're adding people yeah, uh, especially because it just happened, like, what, yesterday or something? We were recording this on Monday, so. Yeah, I just saw it on my... I saw <laughs> one status of this, like, wonderfully angry woman. Um, she's just always angry about the right things. Uh, but she posted and was like, anyone who's mad about XXX... Uh, <laughs> death- <laughs> That's his actual rapper name, guys. Look him up on SoundCloud. <laughs> listen if you're not in the know (laughs) 
You're just not, okay? Uh, I learned all my songs from Zumba, so... I want to send to Um, So... Uh, she was, yeah, she was like, if you're mad about this, then you can unfriend me right now. And I scrolled down the very next status I saw was like, so sad to see XX Tenenbaum. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we create our own rap group called XXX Tenenbaum? I love that. It's going to be like remixes of the Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> um, yeah. Great idea. Whiteness. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, the next one down was this guy being like, so sad that he's dead. I loved him so much. And she commented on it and was like, really? Because he did all this stuff. And she was like, he was like, oh, yeah, I get it. I mean, I don't think he's like a role model or anything, but you can't deny that he was influential to music. Which, like, I'm going to be real with you. I don't know a single ex-exist. Tenentione. So, <laughs> I don't know who this triple X tentacles guy is. So. Obviously. Yeah, wait. Is it XXX tension Or is it... <laughs> or is it XXX? Or wait, no. Is it triple X tension tension? Or what is it? Is it XXX or is it triple X? Is really what I'm trying to ask. I think that it's... I don't know. I think it's danger. I don't know. Can I just say, like, we're making a joke about someone who just got killed yesterday? Like, don't beat your wife. I mean, I don't know what to do. Or your girlfriend. If you if you want people to be sad that you're dead, don't be a dick when you're alive. I'm gonna put that on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> when nobody shows up to your funeral <laughs> and everyone was like well as her tombstone said no i'm gonna not tell anyone where i'm buried so they can't come and find me and then i'm gonna put perpetually dead flowers on it <laughs> and it's just gonna say what did i say <laughs> if you don't want people to be sad when you're dead don't be a dick when you're alive if you want people to be sad when you're dead <laughs> Double negative. It's not my fault. It's one negative. <laughs> I made it a double negative. Um, listen. Listen. I'm listening. I don't know how to bring it back. <laughs> so, in the end, what we're saying is don't support artists who are do crappy things to anyone but including women we like give a pass to artists who do crappy things to women stop doing that i'm not sure how that was related to absentee fatherhood but gang violence there we go we'll wrap just, it back it's just because we were adding everyone oh it's because we we're adding everyone i get it we're just at a we can have an at corner at corner um but yeah i think it's really unfair that we uh we are so prejudice prejudice <laughs> america you are so prejudice that sounds like the president because he's a predator and a douche he's a presidouche presidouche chirp <laughs> okay wait this segues perfectly into my next what's wearing on me so can we talk about this yeah 
people not thinking that women are funny? Okay, we're so funny. I don't know if you guys are listening to this, but <laughs> um, we're hilarious. We're uh, we've been laughing this whole time. That's I, how you know. <laughs> that's how you know because I'm laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> Listen, if you aren't laughing at your own jokes, you know they're not funny. So if you are laughing at your own jokes, then you know they are funny. That kind of just blew my mind a little bit because it's true. Like if you're funny enough. You'll laugh at your own jokes. Yeah, there's, like, no room for modesty when you're this funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, suck it, men. (laughs) Um, yeah, I do think it's annoying that people don't think women are funny. Why is this bothering you? Um, basically because I, like, had this guy say to me, was, like, like, you're the... like one of the only women that I hang out with that's funny like I'm not used to being around funny women and I was just like uh first of all that's pretty sexist I think that there tends to be the case that like men don't think or like people think men are funny and don't think women are funny I also think that there is like a line of like what we consider to be appropriate for men to talk about and what we consider appropriate for women to talk about and like that definitely stretches into comedy I tend to be like f the line which I think is why people think I'm funny because I talk about things that are irreverent um but I definitely like have had people openly be like that's inappropriate but like I know that if a dude said it no one would have like thought twice about it yeah, no, I agree. Side note, do you think F the line is a walk the line porno? <laughs> Wait, this is such a good idea. We're gonna be rich! <laughs> okay, we're trademarking that right now. Nobody else is allowed to make an F the line porlo. Por- <laughs> yeah, I watch porlo. <laughs> I watch porlo. <laughs> Um, yeah no i totally agree i mean it's the whole thing of like well this is probably a bad example because she says other problematic things but the a lot of people don't like amy schumer because they think she's too crass yeah but then they loved what's his face louis ck oh yeah um did he rape anyone or he just sexually assaulted someone uh i think his his i think that he was assault he says shit all the time actually he makes rape jokes which is like Of all people, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, maybe he's making jokes because he has a guilty conscience. Well, he sure didn't say that. Anyways, <laughs> um, he sure said that he didn't think he did anything wrong. But, yeah, I mean, she'll say a lot of, like, she says sex jokes. She says, it's mostly sex is what people have the problem with. Yeah. Is that women shouldn't think sex is funny because women should be modest and women shouldn't want sex. Yeah. And women should know their place, whereas men, it's like, yeah, let's watch F the Line again. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, let's watch F the Line. <laughs> That's my favorite comedic porno by Anna and Gracie. <laughs> That's what our audience sounds like. It's going to be us playing guitar naked. <laughs> because you're mine. <laughs> I F the Line. <laughs> and then the line will just be dildos. That's... Anna, you need to stop giving our way, away our ideas like this. People, this is a free show. Anyone can listen to it. Okay, but they don't know what type of dildo, so... Yeah. Stay tuned. So, suck it again, men. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I think that men are allowed to say whatever they want. 
including things that should never be funny, like rape, like racism. Um, Women can make, like, an implication that they've enjoyed sex once, and men are like, whoa there, lady, you better know your place. Yeah. Um, But also, like, did you come? (laughs) (laughs) You always do. (laughs) Only with me. (laughs) I'm the only one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I think also, like, men give other men the benefit of the doubt of Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna take whatever you say as a joke and i'm gonna laugh at it i'm gonna be with you whereas women it's like you need to prove to me that i should be on your side yeah even like going back to like just the like level of being funny it's like oh yeah men are funny and then if it's if a woman's funny it's like you need to prove the fact that you're funny and then once you prove that you're funny you're funny yeah. But, like, you have to get there first and, like, you're going to be under some pretty harsh scrutiny the entire time. Right. It's not like you're a funny person. It's like, that was a good joke. Good job on that one. Yeah. You're pretty funny for a girl. Right. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know. The whole thing, like, was struck me as very odd. And, like, I don't think that the person who said it to me, like, <clears throat> is someone who, like, has a lot of, you know, like, polarizing viewpoints on things, uh, personally, from what I've gathered. But, like my reaction to that was like wow like that's some like deep-rooted sexism in there that like i think a lot of people experience and like go through and think about women right yeah i mean it's it's just like they don't even like they don't notice that they're doing it like i saw oceans eight this weekend Uh with my partner and i thought it was good it wasn't like amazing i really wanted it to be amazing because i love the cast yeah um it was good it wasn't like the best but it was really good but we got out and he was like i'm just like bummed that it wasn't as action like it was more of a comedy and i was like like immediately was like well that's kind of sexist like the first i don't know like it's this it's the same premise as all the other things of like let's steal some shit and uh, some shit (laughs) (laughs) let's (laughs) let's steal it in a smart way let's do a heist let's drop it on wires let's like whatever like we're gonna be smart about it and we're gonna steal the jewels and get out of there um wait can i interrupt you for a second okay i'm gonna do it anyways um (laughs) you didn't say yes um can we just like at john mulaney right now who had a joke about how there would never be able to be a women's oceans team because what would happen is that like three of them would go off in a group and like start talking crap about the other two or whatever well suck it john mulaney they made an oceans eight (laughs) also it's called oceans eight because there's eight of them yeah suck it oceans eight i don't john mulaney oh (laughs) (laughs) sorry anyways um who is he and what He's a, John Mulaney's a comedian. He's, like, actually very funny. Um, crap. I hope he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> now that I said that, I have to, like... <laughs> he did just make that sexist joke. Yeah, no, he made that sexist joke. But he, uh... Yeah, he's a comedian. He, like, ha- has, like, a show on... Ne- or a couple shows on Netflix. Um, oh, Hello is, like, his play that he made with another comedian. I can't remember who it was. So, yeah, he's a comedian. He made that joke about um, the Oceans team. And, like, now there is an all-female Oceans group, which is pretty funny. They, It was really cool, too. I mean, everyone in that movie is really good. Um, 
and I did think it was funny. I think all the Oceans movies are funny, but I think there was, like, somewhat equivalent amount of action. I mean, none of them are, like, jam-packed. They're not, like, actual action movies. Mm -hmm. They're, like, softcore action movies, all of them. F the line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're F the line status for action. Plug. F the line. Plug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I don't know. I was just, like, that's so interesting that someone can look at this and be, like, so internalized that women doesn't equal women don't equal action that they're like i just wish there was more action in it yeah it's kind of the irony there too is like we were talking about like women not being able to be funny and like this was a movie where it was like okay that was funny but they're not serious enough right it's like if you want to be funny you're not if you want to be serious you're not we just want to make sure that you're down a peg because you're (laughs) i thought you said down to peg (laughs) I was like, wait, F the line plug? Stop. You're the one who said I can't give enough away. Anyways. Sorry. Um, we bought pegs. Um, we didn't yet. Um, yeah. um, so th- it's like you can be one or the other, choose, and you can, like, the, the Ocean's 8 movie is good. It's for a female audience. But it, like, can't be as good as the other Oceans movies because George Clooney. Well, it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's also, like, this is for women, so I'm not going to be as interested in it. Like, you see it's an all-women cast, so you're automatically like, oh, this isn't for me as much. Ugh. Right. It's the same as, like, Black Panther when white people were like, mm, I'll just wait for Avengers. Yeah, which is, like, so stupid because Black Panther's so much better than Avengers. I haven't seen either, but I agree with you. On principle thank you i needed that today happy father's day me (laughs) oh forgot to buy ourselves an ice cream cake (laughs) it's okay we have like eighteen thousand drumsticks in the freezer that's true that's what we should name the episode is 16 drumsticks 16 16 drumsticks f the line (laughs) that's a surprise twist ending of f the line involves our 16 drumsticks kidding you guys stop stealing our ideas gosh um anyways i do think that it's so we're just so used to yeah being like choose if you want to be funny or smart Mm -hmm. whichever one you choose you're not yeah like are you trying to be funny well you know i just don't think you're that funny because i just i know i just think women are i take women seriously so or if you're like trying to be serious like "Mm, that's cute honey yeah it's so funny that you're trying to be serious. Yeah. They're like, I couldn't hear your joke the first time because your boobs were in my ears. <laughs> like, <laughs> because you have mammary glands. I just can't handle it. The, I don't know that you know this, but the mammary gland is in the way of the humerus, which is in your arm. So, <laughs> and that's what makes you funny. <laughs> yeah, guys. I'm a science major. <laughs> I, uh... I did psychology. (laughs) I know a lot about the brain, and I can tell you that women are better. (laughs) Women are smarter than men. Um, that's the other thing is like I feel like we're just put in a in a box so much of like, this is how women are supposed to be. You can be one of a couple of things. Mm -hmm. You can be dainty and quiet. Or you can be one of those strong, tough women, but those women are not for fucking. Those women are not for marrying. Like, those are your friends. Yeah. That's, like, a badass chick, but, like, 
no one's gonna fuck her yeah right it's like well if you really wanted to have sex why don't you uh throw some decolletage on and uh <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> throw some decolletage on and put on that johnny cash and watch fuck the line <laughs> we'll be selling t-shirts over <laughs> fuck the line tomorrow <laughs> well i made them already um <laughs> we're losing it i have one more thing that's wearing on me all right hit me with it um i like went on a date with this dude a date plus <laughs> with this dude and now i like well now it's okay but for a little while there like things got really freaky for me and I just kind of, like, questioned the awareness of, well, men in general, but, like, men who are dating um, on, like, how do you not realize, like, that, like, men are scary to women? Um, so, basically, what happened is I, like, went, hung out with this guy, and, like, he was just really into me and, like, was, like, I'm coming over during finals week. And I was, like, please do not do that. And then, like... Uh, he, like, had a really bad day and was, like, really expecting me to be there for him in a way that, like, I was not super comfortable with. Um, I just, like, put a lot of pressure on me in a way that, like, made me uncomfortable. And, like, a lot of, like, the stuff that he was going through, he, like, made my problem. Um, and, like, my approval of him was really, like, important to him during that period of time, even though I was, like, do whatever you want to make yourself feel better. He was like, well, I'm not going to do this for you. I was like, this is too much. Um, And then, like, on my, like, last couple days of finals, he was like, can you call me? I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I just, like, again, like, like I said, it just goes back to this whole thing of, like, how do you not realize that you're coming across as scary and or creepy? Well, it's just, like, people who have never had to worry about being stalked, being intimidated because they're in a position of power and they don't have to think about like oh what is this girl gonna do to me like are they gonna physically harm me are they gonna come to my house like what are they gonna do because they're in a safer spot and so they don't think about like how is this gonna come across is this gonna be okay i also just like have such an entitlement of like this person owes me their time this person owes me their attention because what i bought them something i spent my time with them once like yeah i don't know what it it is to them but i feel like there is a lot of like i deserve this and if you don't give it to me willingly i will take it yeah and that's you know like kind of building off of that is like how do you handle a situation like that as a woman and like okay so how i basically handled it was like i'm just gonna talk to you less and less and less until i like you leave me alone or like i'm gonna call the police like i can't like how is it my responsibility to like tell this kid hey you're freaking me out right now like i don't know how to do that in a way that like doesn't set off a chain reaction somehow because i don't know how he's gonna react to that Yeah, I mean, you don't know this person. That's, like, the scariest part is, like, I don't know you. I don't know how you're going to react to anything I'm going to say. You don't know how you would have reacted if you were, like, yeah, I totally do love your haircut. I love everything about what you do. Like, Mm -hmm. 
I want you to come over during finals week all the time. Like, you don't know how I would have reacted to that. So, like, you, it's scary to then try and put yourself in a position where it's like, okay, now I have to do something that I know you're not going to like. But it's just so fucked up that we're put in this position of, like, I need to be careful about how I communicate what I need for myself because of how you are going to react because you think you deserve something from me that I don't want to give you. Right. And like whether or not even in like that circumstance, that person does feel entitled to my body, which likelihood is is that he does and, and my attention. How do you not have the awareness as someone who is in that position and going like, hey, maybe I shouldn't put women in, in a position where they feel like, you know, they have to have a hard conversation or whatever, just because it's like, there's there's a power dynamic there. Like, how are you not aware of your own power dynamic? Well, I mean, you don't have to think about it if you're in the position of power. Right. I mean, it's not hurting you. So why would you think anything of it? Why would you just think that this is how the world is? Like, this is great. And I mean... I think if it has happened to before, he's probably like, that was a crazy bitch. Like, she was crazy. She thought I was, like, she just all of a sudden stopped talking to me. What a bitch. Like, she is crazy. She got mad at me for no reason. All I was doing was being nice to her. All I was doing was, like, going to her house and, like, (laughs) doing things without her asking me to. And, like, I think that, like, coming from... A place where you like are appreciating the advances some of the stuff like some of the stuff like talking to you a lot is like a good thing or like I don't know like there are things that he could be doing that I'm sure in his head he's like oh she'll love this yeah but as women a lot of times we don't feel comfortable enough to be like hey I'm not interested in yeah. this I don't I'm not feeling it yeah. I don't want these type of advances and So we're stuck in these situations where we're just like, how do I let this fragile, like, broken masculine man be like, (laughs) okay, sweetie, let me just let you down easily or let you down in some way where I'm not going to get harmed, basically. Yeah, so that's, it's kind of funny, like, I've been talking to you and, and some other people about this, but it's like walking the line between, like, how do I let you down easily enough that you don't like come to my house and murder and or rape me but not so easily that you end up stalking me for the next three months like where is where is that sweet spot of like this is an appropriate way to exit the situation that I never have to hear from you again I mean like in an ideal world the appropriate thing would be like hey stop talking to me yeah well in an ideal world he would have known that like he had crossed a boundary like the second he was like putting his baggage on me after I'd spent literally one day with him. (laughs) That's the other thing as I'll never understand is that like I cannot tell you the amount of people who have told me their life story and I'm like I don't know your last name. Yeah. Like (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Why are you sharing all this with me? And I feel like it's just like people feel safer with people that they don't know that well because they can create a story that they want and so whatever tragic thing they're going through they can just be like you don't know anything else about me so here it is i'm a victim of this situation yeah and you need to make me feel better because i'm a victim and i need to be held yeah and i'm a broken man fix me woman yeah exactly but also i'm really masculine and like uh, i'm fine on my own so (laughs) like i don't need you but like i didn't want to change your image of me but please lord god help me (laughs) 
I don't know. I feel like I just think it's so unfair. Like, I am afraid of even, like, going around someone in traffic because I've had situations where, like, someone has been mad about something I've done on the road and they have followed me to where I parked to yell at me about it, which they probably, in the moment, were just like, I'm gonna tell this youngster how to drive. But, like, in my head, there's this angry large man yelling at me, followed me to my place of work, so now knows where I work, and is yelling at me for something. That when this happened, I he did not like that I slowed down at a yellow light. He was thought we could go through. We could not. Anyways, slow means yellow means slow. <laughs> slow means yellow. Um, but I'm afraid to, like, cut someone off in traffic. I'm afraid to, like, if someone cuts me off, I'm afraid to get mad at them because I'm like, what if they're angry? I don't know. Like, what if they're an angry man who thinks that they're entitled to a certain treatment by women Yeah. and they're going to do something? It's the same as, like, Grace just got a truck. It's a... Ford. It's a 1997 Ford Ranger. It's a stick shift. It is oh, it's so cool. Right. So, it's stick shift was the point of... Well, I don't know any of the rest of it, but it does look nice. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but I was remembering how my mom was saying that her dad wanted her to learn how to drive stick before she went on dates because just in case she had to escape from her date... If it was a stick shift, she would know how to get away. And you said your mom said that too. Yeah, my mom said something along the lines of, I don't know that it was related to like, all she said was, if you're in an emergency situation and the only way out is a stick shift car, you should know how to use it. Yeah, which I, I'm all for like emergency preparation, Uh but the idea that it's like specifically for Uh dates is like, it is so ingrained in your mind that men are likely to cause harm to women well it's not just like it's also true i mean like the scariest thing like the most likely reason you're gonna die is like some dude like well right but i I just think it's ridiculous that our our reaction is like okay you need to learn this like specialized skill that you like might not need to use ever instead of like let's fucking teach our sons to respect women and not put them in situations where they're needing to emergency drive away in your car (laughs) yeah i mean like it's disgusting and it, it it goes to to show like you know like how heavily rape culture is put onto women it's like this is your responsibility your burden to carry yeah you it's your responsibility to defend yourself from rape it's no one else's responsibility to not rape yeah and if you think it's rape but it wasn't in a dark alley it's on you to get over it yeah also also women can rape men too (laughs) just so you know yeah which is like every time we talk about rape culture is like well women can rape men too okay right yeah but that's also not what's happening at alarming rates which it does happen obviously Uh um but women are far more likely to be the victims of sexual assault um, men are also fairly likely, especially college-aged men, but it's a lot of times uh, perpetrated by other men. Yeah, and also just, like, again, there isn't... The power dynamic is different. Like, societally, men hold more weight, and they are abusing that power when they decide to use it in order to sexually manipulate women. 
And we also just need to stop teaching men that they deserve it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. This guy thinks that he deserves your attention because he spent, like, 20 hours total with you. Yeah. If that. Yeah. So, he thinks, I put in my time. Now, what I deserve is for you to give me all of your attention. You need to tell me how all of my Snapchats look to you. You need to tell me exactly how your finals are. I need to know exactly where you are. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know what you're thinking because if you're not thinking about me, something is going wrong. Yeah. Here's everything that's gone wrong in my life. I want you to fix it. I want you to tell me that it wasn't my fault. The thing that's like also hilarious about that is it's like this quarter was incredibly hard for me. I like had like more than one come to Jesus moment about like how terrible things were for me. And I have this guy talking about how he's basically having a mental breakdown and, like, putting it on me and, like, how my opinion of him matters so heavily, which was funny because it's, like, I haven't shared my opinion with you. And also, like, I don't know you well enough to have an opinion aside from, like, you're freaking me out right now. And, like, I am not coming to you laying down the fact that I've, like, had multiple mental breakdowns within the past couple of weeks. Like, why do I have to own your shit, but you don't have to own any of mine? What the hell? And also, like, the appropriate response to that is, like, hey, I think that you need some actual medical attention. Like, you need to see a therapist. But that is also seen as, like, super offensive. Like, if you were to be like, hey, I hear what you're saying. I'm listening about this, and I'm taking it very seriously And what I think you should do is see a professional instead of me. Right. He would be like, oh, I don't need that. Yeah, no, I've had, like, multiple, multiple run-ins with men. Coincidentally, almost all of them, like, armed forces of some fo- of some form, like, it, within the military. And I've been, like, they've been telling me about, like, this terrible thing that has happened to them. And I was right. like, wow, that sounds like it's really hard. You maybe should seek out therapy or, like talk to a professional because that seems like a lot for anyone to go through and like I can't imagine going through it by yourself and every single one of them is like nah I'm too tough for that like I would never go see a therapist which is like okay well so the alternative is like what kill yourself like I don't like like things are getting worse for you and like you are in a position where you're like constantly surrounded by weapons and death like that sounds like a lot to deal with And also, like, you're not showing that you're tough by continuing to suffer through something. Especially if it's not, like, self-inflicted suffering. Like, if there's a way out, like, take the way out. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, if you were put your hand on the stove and someone was like, what are you doing that's incredibly stupid? Take your hand off. Yeah. They would be like, no, I'm going to keep my hand on because I'm a man. It's like, no, you're an idiot. Like, you need to take your hand off. You need to get some neosporin (laughs) don't ice it you need to you need to get that shit taken care of because Mm -hmm. it's just gonna become more and more of a problem and you're gonna lose more of your skin it's gonna start smelling more (laughs) and more like rotting flesh no one around you also like again everyone around you who lives in the house is going to have to suffer through your bad like bad decision to put your hand on the stove yeah get your hand off the fucking stove doesn't just hurt you but it hurts you mostly, so deal, deal with it. But their thing is, like, why would I take my hand off the stove when you can sit here and watch me do it for free? 
you can feel bad for me. You will give me love if I continue to burn my hand on this stove. This is like a very long metaphor and it's gotten very meta. And I hope everyone in the audience here has kept up with what we are talking about. Listen, if you can't keep up, then gotta... If you can't handle the heat, <laughs> get your hand off the stove. <laughs> get your hand out of the kitchen. <laughs> Women are funny. That was a good joke. <laughs> can't talk because i'm laughing (laughs) so that is the end of our very fun just anna and gracie version of well the feminist wears podcast that's podcast alive it it's sentient is a living being (laughs) it has a mind of its own Uh... (laughs) (laughs) that's it you hear it that's it thinking (laughs) um well, thank you for listening. We hope to have other What's Wearing On Us episodes soon. Um, let us know what you thought of it. Let us know you prefer interview ones. You prefer just us. What do you like? Tell us, please. Let us know. Um, please. Um, you can email us at feministwears at gmail.com. You can also let us know if you have any topics you want us to talk about, what's wearing on you, so we can complain about it. Um let us know if you have any concerns you're worried we think things are funny when they're not um you're wrong don't send that one (laughs) um you can also follow us on instagram at feminist.wares on on facebook at feminist.wares and we're in the process of making a group and we're really excited about the group on facebook because we want you to post your outfit pictures if you're not sure if you should wear something with what shoes we're going to tell you which shoes to wear we want to see, did you go on a shopping spree? We want to see what you got. Are you going thrifting? We want to see where you're at. We want to, we want you to post what's wearing on you in the group. So go check it out. It's, it's there. Don't forget to follow our Twitter. It's Feminist Wears. At Feminist Wears. At us this time. At Feminist Wears. Without a dot. Um, Hang out with us on Twitter. I'm really bad at it and I need more people to interact with so that I can get better at it. Yeah, uh, tell us we're funny on Twitter. Yeah, seriously, I really need that today. I had a hard, you heard me, I had a hard quarter. I just need you guys to tweet at Feminist Wear saying, you're really funny. Also, be sure to leave us a review about how funny we are on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It actually really does help. I'm not just saying that because I want attention. I also want attention, but I also think that it does help. So be sure to leave us a review. A good one. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you like so that we can do that more. You know, communication is key. Uh, Listen, if you're really excited about F the Line, that'll be out next uh, quarter. (laughs) And uh, it's going to be good. I think we'll have some guest stars in it. Um... Mm -hmm. Dwayne the Rock Johnson will be in <laughs> He is playing Joaquin Phoenix playing Johnny Cash. He's actually um, just the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, as for usual, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to be angry. And smash the patriarchy. Bye. Bye.